Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Ezra 1 1. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's Bible verse is Ezra 1, 1. In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, in order to fulfill the word of the Lord spoken by Jeremiah, the Lord moved the heart of Cyrus, king of Persia, to make a proclamation throughout his realm and also to put it in writing. Have you ever felt like maybe God has forgotten you? Like he's just going to leave you wherever you're at in your current circumstances? Or have you ever worried that due to poor choices in your past, you forfeited God's blessings? and his plans for your life? The longer we wait on God, the harder it can be to hold tight to his promises. I imagine there were numerous people living in Persia during the time of King Cyrus who had long given up any hope of ever returning to the land that God had given his people. Some of them had remembered life in Jerusalem, their homeland, the beauty and the splendor of the temple, but also all the ways they had failed. Decades prior, they had messed up big time. They'd rejected God again and again, and they began practicing Canaanite idolatry known to involve all sorts of destructive practices, including, in some cases, temple prostitution and child sacrifice. Because of ancient Israel's hard-heartedness, wickedness and violence had pervaded the land. God warned them numerous times to repent, but they ignored him. As a result, God allowed their enemies to capture them and cart them off to Persia, where they remained in exile for 70 years. And while many of the exiled Jews assimilated into the Persian culture, building homes, raising families, owning businesses, some retained a deep, deep love for their homeland and longed to return. Year after year after year, they waited, holding tight to God's promise spoken previously through his prophet Jeremiah. Through Jeremiah, God had told his people that the Babylonians would soon conquer them and wrench them from their beloved homeland. But he also promised that their exile wouldn't last forever. After 70 years, God would bring judgment upon the Babylonians and freedom to his people. Jeremiah 29, 10-13 states, This is what the Lord says, When 70 years are completed for Babylon, 
I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. In Ezra chapter 1, we see God's faithfulness to fulfill his promise, and in a very unexpected way, through a Persian king. Some think that maybe Daniel, the man we meet in the Bible book bearing his name, that Daniel may have shown the king Jeremiah's prophecies, and that maybe that's what motivated Cyrus to free the captives. Well, regardless... I doubt anyone would have expected their liberation to come through him. And in this, we see a few things. First, as I said, we see the faithfulness of God, despite his people's pervasive unfaithfulness. And this demonstrates that his faithfulness isn't dependent on us. Instead, it's dependent on his character and his heart towards us. God did not want his children living in captivity. I'm certain he grieved with them as they watched the Babylonians destroy their city and their homes, and probably for some, their businesses, as they watched the Babylonians tear their sons and their daughters, their wives, their mothers, their fathers, their grandmothers, from everything they knew and everything they owned. As God said in Ezekiel 18.32, For I take no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Sovereign Lord. Repent and live. God doesn't take pleasure in our spiritual death, in the death of our relationships, of our joy and our peace, of our dreams. He wants us to thrive, which is why when we're advancing progressively towards death, as the ancient Israelites were, he intervenes and he gets our attention, not to punish us, but to save and transform us. And that was precisely what he was doing through the exile. And then once the 70 years ended, God summoned his beloved back to their land and ultimately back to him. Today's verse also reveals the power of God to further his plans and bring about his will. We're told that he moved the heart of Cyrus, king of Persia, to make a proclamation. God softened the heart of a powerful national leader towards his people. Many of us are frightened of corrupt leaders, most likely because they seem to hold such power and influence over our lives. But in light of today's verse, our fears indicate that we give them much more power over us than they actually possess. Consider Proverbs 21, verse 1, which states, In the Lord's hand, the king's heart is a stream of water that he channels toward all who please him. So in other words, God retains full control. And while we may not always understand all that occurs this side of heaven, we can trust God's heart, his power, and his faithfulness towards us, his children. We can stand firm today knowing God will fulfill every promise he has ever made. Today's verse also assures us that God's heart is for us always. Prior to his people's captivity, God promised them that he would rescue them, that he still had great plans for them, and that one day they would experience intimacy with him once again. As Jeremiah 29 verse 13 states, they would seek him and he would be found by them. He would reveal himself and he would come to them. And he's made the same promise to you and I. No matter what we've done, no matter how long our wilderness or exile period seems to last, God will fulfill his good and hope-filled plans for us. And most importantly, he will show us 
his heart. When we seek him, he will be found by us. And finally, Ezra 1 verse 1, and everything that happened after King Cyrus proclaimed freedom for those exiled reminds us that no situation is too hopeless, no life too far gone for God to redeem and restore. Today's verse reminds us of grace and of the Savior who saw our sin, all the ways we hurt ourselves and one another, all the ways that we've rebelled against our loving God. And our sin grieved him deeply. It grieved him so deeply that he decided to do something about it. He came to earth as a man. He took our sins upon himself, and he died on the cross, paying the penalty we deserve, thereby satisfying God's justice, while also revealing the depths of his mercy. And through that, Christ broke the power of sin in our lives, and he set us upon a new path, a path of life and of hope. His death and resurrection reconciled us to the Father and provided unhindered and ever-increasing intimacy with the God who sees us, who loves us, who is for us, who has crafted hope-filled plans for our lives, and has the power to bring those plans to pass. Our God is faithful to fulfill every promise he has made. Therefore, we can endure whatever challenges we might face today, knowing hardship won't have the final say. Jesus, our sovereign Savior, will. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you for your plans, for your faithfulness, for your promises. Thank you that you speak words of hope to us, even in the middle of our despair, even after we have rebelled and failed you. You still reach out to us, you still pursue us, and you still speak words of kindness, of love, of grace, and of mercy, always inviting us to return, to return to the one who loves us. Lord, when we are in those wilderness places, when we are in places where we feel as if we're in exile, help us to hold tight to your promises. And when we are in that place of restoration, help us to hold tight to you. May we seek after you every moment of our lives. We thank you for the precious gift of salvation you have given us through your Son, our Savior, Jesus. And it is in his name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. 
Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth, unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.